This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, good morning, everyone. So, this week is Parashat Kitetse. Parashat Kitetse. I'm going to discuss the first few uh, uh, parashiot, first few topics in Parashat Kitetse that Rabbi Akova Bersera talks about. In truth, he has uh, he has uh, he has unbelievable uh, pirushim. I found that they have the English one also that they bring some. Everyone really should try to get a copy. It's unbelievable stuff. Those of you who don't understand, in the Hebrew is has the Ozvi Hadar edition, which is has all the commentaries. In the English as well, they have the Pituche Chotam. So he starts the following: Ki la milchama al oivecha untanu Adonai loecha beyadecha veshavita shivio. When you go out to war on your enemy, and Hashem is going to give him in your hand. And you will capture the enemy. So we all know that uh, it's talking about the parasha when you go out to war and you find uh, a woman who the Torah says that because of her yurtzerara you're allowed to marry her. But Rabbi Yaakov says on a deeper level this is talking about the ultimate war that we have. What's the ultimate war that we have? The war with the yurtzerara. Or Haim Hakadosh already discusses. Rabbi Yaakov says on Alpiderech Remez on a hint that this is talking about the ultimate war that a person always has with the Yitzhara. How do you conquer the Yitzhara? What is the most effective way that a person is able to conquer the Yitzhara? Three things. The first is that you have to remember you're always going to have mitzvot with you. This Rabbi Yaakov says a very important principle that when somebody goes out to war, the thing that's going to help him the most and the only thing that's going to help him is his zichuyot, his merits. As a matter of fact, there's a Yerushalmi that says that if a person speaks between uh, Yishtabach and Barichu, he's not called a good soldier. You can imagine, he goes back from the, from the battle lines, from the front lines. How can it be he comes back from the battle lines? You think about it, this person... Is, 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 is a warrior just because he speaks a little bit between Yishtabach and Barichu he still has to go back that's how strong so Rabbi Yaakov says he has to have Ma'asim Tovim what's the ultimate Ma'asim Tovim that he has he has the signs on his head and, and, and he always remembers what he's doing so, so the number one thing that a person has to remember Ki la minchama Taf is Tefilin Sadi is Tzitzit and Aleph is Ot, which is Ot Shabbat. Remember, he always has the sign of Shabbat. That's why we don't have to wear tefillin on Shabbat. So he has his tefillin, his tzitzit, and his Ot. It's always gonna. It's always. It's always going to. It's always going to, to protect him. The next thing a person always has to remember is what's going to help. Avi knows this because we learned this Baruch Hashem all week. Tefillah, tzedakah, and Or. What does Or mean? Torah Or. So if a person has prayer, tzedakah, and, and Torah, nothing can harm him. He goes out to war against the Yitzhak. And the third thing, and the third thing is tzom, kol, and mamon. In other words, that, uh, how, do we, how do we go with that? Ta'anit, tzedakah, and or. Instead of tefillin, replace it. Instead of, instead of uh, a tefillah, you could replace it with ta'anit, fasting which is a form of, of tefillah. We spoke about that yesterday about people who fast on Rosh Hashanah. So fasting, charity, and light, and or, all of those three could nullify a decree. 
which is uh, which is the way how you could win war. That's the first Bar Torah that Biakov says. Second one is that when a person, the next parasha has the following, the following uh, concept. Listen closely over here. If a person has two wives, one of them he loves, and the other one he doesn't love. And he has two children, but the Bechor is the one he doesn't love, so says the Torah, Kedusha, on the day that he's going to give his children the inheritance, he can't give the loved children before the hated children. Why? The ben, he, uh, he, he can't give it because the ben, he's the Bechor. He has to give him. He was the first one. And to him, it's a Mishpat Bechora. What's the next parasha afterwards? If a person has a wayward son, doesn't listen to the voice of his parents, it's, and, and he's going to make them suffer. They, even though they even though they're going to try to warn him, he's not going to listen to them. His father and mother are going to hold him, and they're going to bring him in front of in front of the elders of the city. The Gemara says that you can't, that you can't uh, have a Ben Soren Moreh unless they bring him in front of the judges and he doesn't want to do Teshuvah. It's very rare. But it could happen. Never happened. But it could happen. But it's a very rare thing. So why is this parasha Ben Soren Moreh right afterwards if a person had a, 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 a son and daughter? So here Biakov explains on a deeper level the Torah is telling us another message. Torah has endless amounts of messages. I told you once before the Gon Vilna on one pasuk of Aluze Banegev at 2000 and, and, and plus Perushim that he had on one pasuk. Just to remember, just to remember over here, so it starts off as Rabbi Yaakov coming to tell us the person has two sons. Who are these two sons? One is the, the Umota Olam, the nations of the world, and one is Am Yisrael. And who is the one that's beloved? You would think it's the Am Yisrael. He says, no. In the eyes of the world, everybody looks at everybody looks at the ones who Hashem loves. And who does Hashem say he, uh, he loves? Well, you could see that the Goyim are doing very well. And we are downtrodden, especially in the times when we had the Holocaust and when we had the Spanish Inquisition and we had all of the pogroms. So we're Ben Asini'ah. We're hated in Galut. So when Hashem has two children, one looks like he appears that he loves, and one that he doesn't, that, that it appears that is more hated. But you should know that at the time, when the time Hashem is going to give the ultimate reward in the Zman of Mashiach, Hashem is not going to go to the Bena Ahuva. He's going to go Alpia Bena Sinyaki, Loreshit Ono. Now, says Rabbi Yaakov, you would think if that's the case, if a person has three children. Think about it. A person has two children. So he has to give double to the Bechor. So let's say he has a hundred dollars. He's going to give two thirds. He's going to split it up that the, 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 the second child, the, the first child is going to have double. So does he have a, so, so you're going to, two, what, how you split it is that you count instead of two children, you count three and the Bechor takes two 
and the and and the second one takes one. So you would think that over here, the Biakov says that the goyim, the umot haolam, are also going to take a third. They're also going to take what comes to them. On that, we have the next parasha, But then at the end of times, they're going to stand in judgment, the umot haolam, and they're going to and they're and they're not even going to get that third because they're going to be wayward. How are they going to be wayward? There's a gemara in Masichet Avodah Dav Gimel that says. That at the end of time the goyim are going to come. Thank you, and they're going to say it's not fair. How come you're you're giving Am Yisrael a bunch of reward and not us? So Hashem says, no problem. You could try getting sechar. You could try getting reward, and if you uh, and if you you know if you fulfill the mitzvot, I'll give you also. So they said, okay, no deal. So he says, okay, I have one very light mitzvah. It's called sukkah. Try it out. So the Gemara says how they went into the sukkah and Hashem took out the sun and made it hot. And they went out. Not only they went out, they kicked the sukkah. They said, ah, we don't need this. So Hashem says, at the end of times, I'm going to give you an opportunity. You're still not going to want it. So that means you're like a Ben Soredo Mori. They're also, they give him an opportunity till the end, till they bring him in front of Ziknei Iro Vishar Mekomo. And still he refuses. That shows he's a real Ben Soredo Mori. So Yaakov says that that's why the parasha Ben Sorer comes after if a, a, a man has two children, one he loves and one he doesn't love. So where he, he gives to the one who doesn't love, which is Am Yisrael. And you would think that the nations of the world will also get a portion just like the second son. Says the next parasha, not even that, because they're going to be like the wayward son that at the end of times, they don't even, they're not even able to appreciate the reward that we give. So they don't get anything at all. That's how Rabbi Yaakov explains it. But Rabbi Yaakov's grandson, Ateret Roshenu, Rabbi David Abichsera, Hashem Yikom Damo, in his Sefer Ptachaoel, the Kadosh Vitahor, who has Svani Ptachaoel, who maybe if we, if we learn it, we understand a fifth or not even of that Sefer. It's so deep. He says something, obviously I can't portray, the, I, I don't understand myself all the depth, but he says that Ben Ahuva Usinua is alluding to the two Torahs that we have. We have the Torah Shebikhtav, the written Torah, and the Torah Shebaalpeh, and the oral law. Torah Shebikhtav is called Torah Chesed, the Torah of goodness. The Torah Shebaalpeh is called, is called the Torah that's difficult. Remember, Gemara, it's, it's been a sinia. It's the one that's hated because it's so hard to learn it and to break through all the shelves. But once you get it, all the light comes out and it makes you understand the Torah Shebikhtav. So says says the says the the Atiret Roshenu when you're gonna have the Torah Shebichtav and Torah Shebalpeh, don't put the Torah Shebichtav first. Say only that. You have to go. You'll you'll you have to make sure that you give to the Torah Shebalpeh full focus because that's what's gonna make you understand the 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 written law. And he goes on and he says that's what it means in the Parashi in in Pirkei Avot. There is two 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 um, Mishnayot that all the children know. Whenever they have to learn Mishnayot off by heart, they go to, the, to these Mishnayot because they're the shortest. You tell them to learn a Mishnah off by heart, I'll give you a dollar. So they find you the Mishnah. Ben bag bag omer hafochba hafochba dekulaba, and ben hehe omer lefum tsaara agra. The shortest Mishnah. Ben bag bag omer. Ben bag bag says. Turn over, turn over till you find everything. So what does Ben Bagbag mean? Uh, who was Ben Bagbag? I never knew who Ben Bagbag was. Who says it's coming to hint to us on a deeper level. Bag is is bed is the Torah starts with Bereshit. Gimel is the three Sfarimu of Tanakh. 
So you start bend bug bug, you start going over and over again. Hafuchba hafuchba, you'll find everything in the Torah shebichtav through the Torah shebaalpe. That's how he explains bend bug bug omer hafuchba hafuchba vekulabain ben hehe omer. He says ben hehe omer. He is the uh, the 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 five letters of Hashem. The five letters of Hashem, which is the Torah Shibaalpeh, the Torah Shibaalpeh, the oral law, Ben Hehe Omer, with the with the one of Hashem. If you're going to if you're going to concentrate on the first is the five letters of Hashem, and the other He is the is the um, is the I think he, he mentions it. I have to I have to double check, but he says Ben Hehe Omer Agra. If you work very hard, you're going to understand the Torah Shibaalpeh once again through the Torah Shibaalpeh. So he explains. The eldest son and the youngest son, as referring to the oral law and the written law. These are the words of Rabbi Yaakov Abiyasira and his grandson Ateret Roshenu of Parashat Kitetze Shabbat Shalom. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.